0: And welcome to another episode of All Bad Films. Uh, what's up, everybody? This is this is a colossal movie that we've all been waiting for for about two years now. Uh, Dune. That's right. You guessed it. Uh, we we have so many guests. Uh, I'm your host, Hey, and we're joined with an illustrious group here today. Uh, Todd, Adrian, Margo, McKenna, and Michelle all all joined together in dune fashion um as as this uh dune team or whatever i'm saying dune too many times but you get the gist we're here mm-hmm. uh some of us are queer yes. and we're ready to re- review dune think find out below <laughs> um, no uh todd i'm gonna let you go first because you are the
1: lowest on this uh todd what were your thoughts on dune My thoughts are that it was very, like, stuff happening and very big story and very, like, lots of action, but it just didn't have, like... An aspect of it that I really particularly cared about. So I don't hate this film. Like I'm, uh, it's it's not one that I have like a vendetta against. I'm happy that people enjoyed it, but for me, I just really struggled with connecting to the characters, and I kind of found the story a little bit boring, and I kind of found the movie a little too like uh, drab uh, throughout. Like some of the production, um, there are parts I really liked. Worm. I don't think that's a spoiler because it's like everybody knows that. Uh, so I'll just say there are, there are parts I like worm. Uh, and uh, when Zendaya smiles, I smile. And so that that worked. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, it was fine. Whatever. <laughs> that's my review. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, with that negativity out of the way, I, I think we're we're only... Only positive from here, uh, Adrian. I have not heard your thoughts. You were the one uh, clamoring for me to see Dune.
2: Yes, uh, a little I, bit.
0: He, Adrian, saw this instantly and was like, "You seen Dune, right?" And I was like, "Whoa, I, geez, chill, calm down." Uh,
2: I texted him at like ten thirty in the morning, the, the day that it, it came out on HBO Max. I was like, "Are you going to see it?"
0: Yeah, I was like, "It was came like, out like five minutes ago," and he was like, "I watched on ten times speed." Uh, <laughs> But yeah, well, what were your thoughts?
2: If I had watched it on ten times speed, it would feel just like the '80s movie. Because this this movie, in great contrast to the one that was filmed then, is a lot slower. And I think that people are going to, maybe kind of like Todd, are going to feel a little bored. Going to feel like it's a little drab. I personally really, really liked it, uh, especially just the the cinematography. The way that they used the computer graphics and the music—I mean, the score was awesome to me. I know it was a lot of like, blah, but it's you know, it was it was atmospheric more than it was musical, if that makes sense. Look, and look,
0: since since you brought it up, um, yeah, I feel like it's invoked. I don't I don't feel like the needle has has completely shifted, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's kind of invoked to hate on the the big bombastic scores oh for Uh, sure and i look look i i hear i hear all these noises and i'm like wow that is a big loud drum i'm sorry (laughs) i'm still about it i Um,
2: i can appreciate i don't think i could listen to this i don't think i could listen to this like in the background like while i'm studying or something adrian
0: i have already (laughs) listened to the soundtrack in full at work (laughs) of
2: of course you have (laughs) Everybody's everybody's going to have their feelings on this movie. I personally liked it. Um, I I really hope they make a second one. Um,
3: They are. They they are confirmed. Yeah. Okay.
2: Good. I hadn't seen the news, but (laughs) good good deal. And um, you know, I'm excited for the next one then because I I want to see if they can actually stick the landing.
0: Yeah. Of course. Cool. Uh, Michelle, what was your Hans Zimmer little tidbit?
4: Oh, I was just saying that that's who the composer is, and I've I've liked other things that he's done. He's good. Yeah, there's
0: sense. some people that are hit or miss. Yeah, I love Despicable Me. I love <laughs> <Hello>, Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, he did the bagpipes in this movie, uh, <laughs> which you know, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But anyway, speaking of bagpipes, Margot, uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What are your thoughts on this movie? <laughs>
3: it
2: was like sounded like three insults in one. <laughs>
3: oh man, um, I really liked it. Movie good, movie good. I know everyone's been waiting for me to say that the the movie good. Uh, it was a movie good. Um, I liked like the vibes. It was real world buildy, and I really liked that. And I liked that it like didn't really. Explain too much like it was just like yeah they have fucking dragonfly ships deal with it and i was like okay i will deal with it and i'm into it i did get zendaya baited um is that a spoiler for no. how long she's in the movie, because she's only in it for seven minutes. and the trailers did not make it seem like that. <laughs>
2: well, now so, it
0: is um, the only thing like i I'll say like about that. I didn't see the promotional stuff like any of the trailer stuff. They have her on magazines. They have her on so many things. To the trailer you...
3: is like just her. It's like well, just they, her.
0: They would have you believe like this is a co-star movie. Um, and honestly, like, I think it's to the benefit of someone who hasn't seen this, like to kind of know that going in almost. I um, Yeah. But yeah, good, good point. Margaret.
3: Yeah. Also Rebecca Ferguson. Good.
0: Yeah. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Very good. Very good.
3: Um, I,
0: okay. I have a confession to make. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. Oscar Isaac is in that marriage scenes from a marriage show. And people, I guess people are thirsting over him and the other person who's in it or whatever. I thought his wife was Rebecca Ferguson. So then when he was in this and doing the weird, like touchy feely promotional stuff, I was like, Oh cool. He's with his wife now. And then I found out like, that's also not his wife. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah.
2: He's, he's a great actor
0: yeah <laughs> it's all about the craft um, yeah uh, but no, we will'll we'll go to McKenna. what are your thoughts on this film? I know you're a little lower than some of the the worm lads.
5: yeah, I'm a little nervous because <laughs> because I do feel yeah I am I'm a little I just feel like I liked it like it was good, but I'm also a little confused about why people are liking it as much as they are. It was it was good. It was good. But I kind of, I liked what Todd said where he's like, it felt like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. Like I watched it, I was like, yeah, stuff happened in that movie for sure. But, and I think part of it, maybe it's just because there's so many characters and I know that it's hard to adapt that particular source material because it's so dense and so long. And so like, I think they probably did the best they could with what they had but it's still i mean it was i i'm not gonna lie i did check the time towards the end of the movie and i was like god we still have another half hour of this left <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah I,
5: yeah that's why I,
0: you gotta not c- check the watch you gotta power through
5: i had to i was so sleepy <laughs> i was so sleepy
3: um, we did see it at like ten forty, so by the time there was half an hour left, it was like one thirty a.m. I wanted to go to sleep so bad. <laughs> um, I did like. Uh, I think there were there
5: were like I said there were really good. There were cool characters I just didn't get enough of them. Like I loved Jason Momoa for the fifteen minutes I got to see him. Like his character was cool. I loved. Uh, I think my favorite character was uh, his mom. She was great, and she did get a decent amount of screen time, so that was cool. I think visually, obviously, it's really cool. I love the costuming. I think the costuming was really neat. Um, but yeah, altogether, I'm just like, all right, that was that was good enough. <laughs> like that's my general impression. Is, like mm. good enough.
0: Well, you mentioned source material, and that's that's pr- maybe I should have opened with this. Uh Michelle is is our is our book reader uh that's that's here to rep the source material. Uh the rich and and thick, it's a huge book. I have it next to me. I could probably concuss someone with... if it wasn't paperback. Uh, thick with yeah, four skis. <laughs> Uh what were your thoughts on Dune, Michelle?
4: I I kinda loved it. Um I do think based on um you know some of your feedback that it probably benefited me that i knew this that i know the story and so i'm into, a part of it is like i'm just attached to all of this already and so they did such a beautiful job with everything it's like one of those things where it's like i watched the movie and it's like better than how i pictured it um in like a lot of different ways and i thought the casting was great and you know, I think maybe I'm just a little bit more attached to the characters in the story by virtue of knowing where it's going. Um, because, yeah, I just thought it was amazing and I really loved it.
0: Yeah. I, real quick, um, when this first was announced, I, I don't know if you have any friends with um, that also read Dune. But when this was announced, like, were you excited for it or were you a little, like... Cautious uh, in your optimism, like for what I, I was cautious Dune in my movie.
4: optimism. Um, so I've seen the 1984 one, which was eh. uh, I saw the sci fi miniseries, which was pretty good. So I was thinking that it was you know gonna be at least better than that. So I was looking forward to it, but I didn't have my hopes set on like I, I think it turned out like brilliantly, and I wasn't even necessarily expecting that because I agree that Dune is it's a very weird it's a very hard source material to adapt. Like it's a bizarre universe and story. So um, I think he did a great job with it. And all, all the, everyone involved seemed to really put their all into it. And it shows.
0: Then I I will also to to wrap up a uh, review stuff. I'll completely echo a lot of the, the positive that have been said to me. Like I, I almost wonder, um, I know this is probably going to be, blasphemous to throw out to some of the people. Probably not. I don't know. It's maybe it's in good company, but like this cast like reminds me a lot of like Lord of the Rings and I never watched Lord of the Rings. Like when it was actually coming out, but like, there's a lot of real up and coming people that are in this where it's like, Oh shoot. Like 10 years from now, it could be like, how did they get all these people like to be in this movie? Um, Mm So like just, just and we're not even you know there's going to be a lot more uh, actors potentially um, in in the the sequels um, so it'll just be interesting to see how it goes but yeah I completely loved it just the scale of like the entire project is really cool but honestly we'll we'll get into this in spoilers I think the think that the thing that really sells Dune to me is like the enormity of the universe and the lore is really cool. And I really dig that. But all of the scenes that like I keep coming back to, I, I just like the character work and the small moments that they have between each other. Um And there's not like a lot of them, but the ones that are there like feel very like vital and essential um, to the story. But we'll get into that in spoilers because uh, we, we got a lot of wormen to, to unpack and, um, so let's let's grade this one out, Todd. I'll let you go first. What would you give this out of ten?
1: Ah, uh, I feel like such a villain. Uh, five and a half. Accept your role. It's okay. You're the okay. Heel. My role uh, is villain. Okay. I'm the
0: heel. Embrace the it. Heel Michelle is is Todd in the doghouse for his Dune score?
4: No, nah. I <laughs> <laughs> really. I don't. I can't. I can't really be emotionally invested in what what he likes. That Wasn't a no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm. I want him. I, I. I. want. I do want him to appreciate it a little bit more. But I can understand if, like, you don't understand the universe and like everything that's coming. Ooh. Like part of. Yeah, and Ooh. I mean we can we can talk about it more. Michelle,
0: Michelle, pull in the Rick and Morty. Too big brains. <laughs> Let's go. Oh worm race too smart uh adrian what would you give this out of 10 uh
2: get a a solid 8.2 out of 10
0: nice yeah i'm i'm gonna stick with the nine um look i've I've talked to a couple people that have said it could go either way depending on the sequels i don't really care my like my scores aren't really predicated on universe that come after because i still love the force awakens And I will unapologetically love that movie, even though when I watched it, I was like, "Wow, this is going to be such a great trilogy." Uh, <laughs> and um, but we don't
3: we don't oh have to open
2: gosh. that can
0: of worms. Uh, Margo, me. what would you give this out of ten?
2: Wow,
3: uh, I think I'll also give it a nine. Nice. Let's go, McKenna.
0: What would you give this out of ten?
3: Feel a solid
4: seven point seven.
0: Seven point yeah. seven, and Michelle, what would you give this out of ten?
4: Uh, I think nine point five. I think for me, it was it was. It, this wow. is my genre. This is everything I wanted. I loved it,
0: nice. but more
4: Zendaya okay. would have been
0: nice. That is oh, true. Wait. That is completely true. Uh, nine plus nine plus seven point seven. I really hope I did this right. Uh, divided by six, that is an eight point one five. Even with naysayer Todd, let's wow. go, group. <laughs>
2: So, so, do I win for being the closest? Is that, that unfair?
0: No, you're That's, the latest. Oh. Adrian, Adrian gets the least of a of a factor award. Oh. the the median, uh, but we're gonna get into spoilers on this. So, if you haven't seen dune or if for whatever reason you're a psychopath and don't care about dune spoilers, uh, then or. <laughs> No, you can, the psychopath can stick around, but everybody say. else uh, <laughs> make sure to turn it off, come back later when you've seen it. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Where do we want to start? I guess we can mention the Zendaya thing because uh, she's basically in a L'Oreal commercial for the, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the entire basically. movie. <laughs> she's a thirst trap, literally.
0: <laughs>
5: That's a good joke. But it's
2: true. <laughs>
0: I love that. Joke. You been sitting on that joke?
2: Thanks, man. I, no, just I, just, I, I wasn't sitting on it, I promise.
0: <laughs> wow. That's that's impressive. Um, thank you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even necessarily mind because I feel like she's gonna be such a big factor in the uh, sequels. Um the only thing I will say that like I'm I'm glad I was worried like it would kind of go in spoilers, but I don't think it'll be read right as that a lot of people die in this movie. Uh, in particular, my personal favorite, and we can go around and get everybody's, like, standout person. We all might kind of agree because there's a certain Jack Idaho or, sorry. Uh,
4: Duncan. Duncan. Duncan, Duncan Idaho, what the my bad. Fuck? Sorry.
0: Duncan, Idaho. There's a certain Duncan, Idaho uh, <laughs> that, that steals the show. And yeah. him, so this is what I mean. Like, look, him fighting, like, nine dudes. That's like, great. I get it it's it sure have i seen mm. it before maybe but it's so cool like jason Momoa's is just this this lovable dude that just wants to embrace these people and you're like yeah you are gonna embrace those sand people and then he's like no go paul and you're like oh not my no, jason yeah. Momoa." i saw this in, a, in the in the
3: future no you can't die
0: uh, Ah, yeah. yeah
2: it's it's it's
0: um, heart-wrenching but did anybody else have a different um, favorite actor or performance um, stand I mean, person?
3: I was sad when Oscar Isaac died, but that's just because I like looking at Oscar Isaac. He's so
5: handsome.
0: He did have <laughs> a very—he had a very nice beard in this. Yeah. In this uh film. I also
5: like. Uh, I like. He's a good. Uh, he's a good dad. Yeah. I like that he's a good dad. Um. <laughs> he's
1: a good dad. Michelle like, was, was coming to yeah. that a lot. Was like, yeah. He's such a good guy.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The line where he's like the only thing I'll, even if you don't lead, the you're still the only thing I'll ever need you to be which is my son. Right. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> nice! He's great
2: was I was wondering about that um about that line in particular and I'm I've tried reading the books earlier and or you know earlier in my life and I I can't remember any of like the major dialogue between characters so I'm wondering if that was in the book like him saying those things to his son and if not hmm. is that a good change
4: I don't remember
0: because I it seems remember, to me. Go, ahead. go ahead.
4: I do remember both Leto Atreides, which is the dad, and Duncan Idaho being awesome characters that you're really sad when they die, like in the book. So they did capture that well. Um, mm-hmm.
3: It's so a Jack, very like,
4: like, like it's, it's,
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Leto. Yeah. Leto. L-A-T-O, right. Like Jared.
0: Oh, uh, uh, we didn't. Please, we didn't have to bring him into this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, finish, just like Jared. Finish,
5: <laughs> finish your thought, but. <laughs> I have something to say after that.
2: Gosh, I felt there was a stunned silence there. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, w- with these characters and their bonding moments, I-, I thought it was really cool. Um. I didn't much... Like, I, d- I didn't really know where they were going with it in some of the uh, instances. Like, it was just they were talking back and forth and, like, there's no action happening. There's no... Um, no real plot furtherance, but like later on in the as the movie went forward, I was like, okay, they're just setting up relationships. That's that's all it is, and and that's fine. But I do think it dragged out the pace quite a bit, especially in between those Ooh. moments, because you have a lot of silence and a lot of ruminating and contemplating things and flash. Yeah, forwards.
3: and I ate that shit up.
0: Same,
2: yeah, it was same. Like I
3: love ju- it. Give just me the five course meal of
0: flashbacks f- or flash forwards all yeah. these quiet scenes where like literally nothing is happening no I don't just take like it that as, a,
3: as a bad scene. thing
0: yeah well yeah. that's what i mean like i almost i almost like kind of like revel in the like just when just when they're riding in the in the dragonfly helicopter thing mm-hmm. and they're just chilling in the sand and they're like oh mm. uh, spice <laughs> thing huh (laughs) just just
2: do a super cut of this movie with no dialogue at all Like cut out
0: all the parts with dialogue and it'll probably be just as good (laughs) me Margot, and michelle are here for the nat geo version of dune Uh, i'm here for that
5: actually i i would support (laughs) that too Oh, okay, sure, 7.7. 7. <laughs> I just said that was, I like that. I know, I'm joking. I'm the joking. Uh,
2: <laughs> so uh, don't, don't I, I hope nobody's interpreting my comment as it, like the silence being a negative. Um, it was good to have that kind of like room to breathe in this movie, especially because, like you were saying, the lore is so heavy and um, people need a chance to just kind of be in that environment and understand like what the stakes are and like, think about it for a minute instead of explosions happening the entire time. we get it, Um, Adrian.
0: You need Goku and Superman fighting to enjoy a movie.
2: I'm just saying, why didn't Paul Atreides just instant transmission out of there? It's it's stupid. (laughs) No, it's, that's my thought on that specifically, just that one part.
0: Yeah. um, Real quick spoiler question that like, I think I just didn't, make a great note of this did they show Josh Brolin die in the major war scene? Uh, I
3: don't know. No. I don't think I, so if you look at no. the dune 2 uh cast on letterbox it says he's in it okay so that I, I, he's I gurney right I don't think yeah yes, think
0: yes. yes. yeah
1: yeah so I, I left gurney. the
0: movie being like okay cool we're gonna get Brolin like in in the sequel like that he was because i I thought he was really good one of my favorite scenes is. And it's reminiscent of, uh, uh, I was about to say Morbius. Yeah, Morbius and Neo in the original Matrix when they're like, he's teaching him uh, a lot about them.
3: Morpheus. Morbius oh is God. the vampire Morf-
0: guy. Yeah, okay. There's too much Jared Leto yeah. talk. It screwed me <laughs> up. Um, mentioning... No, Mor- we summoned oh, Mor-
3: him.
0: Morpheus and, and Neo. Like, it reminded me of that where they're just like squaring off and there's some exposition like going forward. And like, he needs to be this, this kind of like Sully yeah. warrior, like to protect all these people. It, it, even Brolin's like, he has this perfect charm where like Oscar Isaac is like, come on, this is a happy day. We're, let's celebrate. And he says, I am, or he says, smile a little bit. And he says, I am smiling. <laughs> um, and it really works. Like, um, so it's good to have him back.
2: I mean, he definitely is that like very serious character like in, in every iteration that I've seen anyway. So I think he played the part really well.
0: Yeah. Uh, Without um, being too hammy. I, I will say I didn't necessarily love, uh, if we're talking about performances, I didn't love, uh, Batista's like, I didn't necessarily think it was bad, but
2: so um, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, go for it. That was basically the end of my point. I was curious, what y'all thought,
2: So I I actually liked it because he I I, I don't know when they're going to bring. There's another one of his nephews that's supposed to be there, but I don't know if they're going to do that in the next movie or not. Robin is like I think he did. I think he did really well with that character because Robin is like this just crazy warmongering dude. And. I, I thought that came out in his performance. Like he's kind of stupid, but not. But he's just this mongrel, basically, and it it worked for me. I didn't see a problem with it personally. Maybe other Maybe, people will disagree. Else on
0: Bautista. <laughs>
4: I've always kind of found the Harkonnens, that family to be kind of like, not one of my favorite aspects of the story. So I think that I don't like, to me, his performance was fine. I'm just always, when we go to those scenes, I'm like, Oh, I get it there. They suck. They're the worst. I did like polka dot man though. I do have yeah, to say
0: uh, yes. that him, was, was really like, oh. odd. He has played some creepy dudes before. Um, this might be his creepiest character, Um, especially going from a main character as Polka Dot Man to this.
2: He reminded me of Squidward from Infinity War.
1: (laughs) He's had quite a year. Yeah. One thing on Batista, I think that that casting will age really well in that, like, he looks good in the role and he'll be remembered as an iconic actor. I think the problem in the moment is, like, the second he showed up on screen, I was like, hey, it's Batista like that, and that that shouldn't be my response when watching a serious movie does that make sense like i yeah. so <clears throat> i think his casting in the moment just kind of stuck out to me and it just was a little weird i think his performance was fine uh, but i think that's what's that's what's sticking out about it, like a little bit is he's just, you know, he's kind of seen as this jovial, kind of humorous teddy bear character. And so it's in a way almost hard to buy him as an intimidating character, in my opinion now, uh, at least in the the present sense. So, but, it, like I said, I think I think it'll look better in the long term. Um, my I'm curious, can we talk about Timothy? Oh yes,
5: boy! Please. Here we, we go. Talk about the, the, the I would love to role. talk about
2: Timothy. See, to yeah. roll off the back of yeah. what you just said, Timothy mm-hmm. is actually the most distracting character to me in this whole movie.
3: Right?
2: I I okay. cannot remove him from other things that I've seen. I I just don't know. I don't know same. why. See, I yeah,
3: only I don't see him know. as We're Kyle same. from
5: Ladybird. I
4: cannot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so you go first. <laughs> Well, I just I haven't seen him in anything really before. Like I'm actually just scrolling through his IMDb. I I don't think I've seen like anything that he's in. I thought he was perfect for Paul Atreides. Like I was, I loved him as that character. Like I was like, I can't think of who would be better casting for that. But I don't have any history with him at all. He's
5: being he's one of those actors. I feel like he's getting cast in a lot very rapidly um and i I feel like that bubble's bound to pop eventually but i'm just like oh my god it's him again i don't he's just very like he's so neutral to me as an actor like he's he's a good actor but like he doesn't stand out as somebody i'm like ooh, i'm excited about that and so the whole time he was there it's just like that's that's timothy chalamet all right like
0: yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I, I am definitely Team Michelle on this one, and I I have seen a lot of Timothy Chalamet. Interestingly enough, uh, has been a very hit or miss actor, at least for me, um, because there's this like weird, cool guy voice he sometimes does in, in his movies, and like it's not like to me it's not believable. Like I just I'm like uh, I don't I don't know I'm not buying this, and like this it almost works like to to like Paul's benefit because the character is like the protagonist that doesn't necessarily have full confidence in himself and the whole rest of the world is like (laughs) trying to hype him up and telling him like, Oh, you're the Messiah. Like they're literally saying these words to him and he's like, you just feel like this guy might not be able to tie his shoes on certain days. (laughs) Yeah.
5: I just, it is so like absurd to me that like, I can't, but Timothy Chalamet is space Jesus. He's space Jesus. I couldn't, like, I'm sorry if right. Jesus came back to Earth and he looked like Timothy Chalamet, I would be a little worried, like, just in general. <laughs>
3: like, no. Space
2: Jesus. More like space Moses. It's
5: but yeah. Not, yeah. He just, but yeah
2: The Messiah, all like, that. Uh, he's the,
5: he's the world, got, like, he's the pride, got, like I, a, a whiny presence to me. Not as the character, like, like, that just feels like part, and not in a. Just ugh, him. That sounds, Yeah, that just I get that vibe off of him, and I'm like, it's not bad. It works for him sometimes, but it just wasn't like I couldn't. I knew that they were building up for him to be like a, the big hero. Like he just got has to get there, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna. No matter what he does, see, be able to see him as this big hero. <laughs> see,
2: yeah. That's
1: what, it's- I think this I think this is another thing where I think it'll just age better. Like, I do agree that he's, like, oversaturated a little bit. And, like, clearly I'm the old guy. But, like, I can tell from, like, you know, the Discord groups I hang out with that the youngins <laughs> uh, feel like he's a little oversaturated in the market and, like, don't like him. But I think, like, 10 years from now that won't matter. Like, to me his performance is fine. I think it's just that... As someone who came to it as like a neutral, you know, person, like not knowing whether I would like it or not, I was generally excited about it. I couldn't bring myself to care about the character that much. I don't know. You know what I mean? For whatever reason. And I don't know if I blame Timothy Chalamet for that, or if I blame the direction of him, which like, I felt like his acting was just a tiny bit like wooden, but I felt that about almost all the performances. And I, I don't know who I blame for that, but... I didn't care about his character. I'll say that. So
0: in the defense of this, like, real quick, because this actually, as soon as McKenna started talking about this a little more, it actually reminds me a lot of the debate that goes on with Neon Genesis Evangelion and that, like, people describe Shinji as... I mean, he's a very, like, whiny character. And Shinji's a little younger than Paul. But, like, I kind of think that's the point. Like, Paul exists as a character as like almost a foil to all of these cooler characters around him. Yeah. And like there's so much like swagger with Oscar Isaac, Brolin and Momoa that you're supposed to be like, "Wow, these like y- y- you're right. Like McKenna makes makes a good point. If if Timothy Chalamet of all the form people that I just mentioned, they're like, "All right, this is the dude that's going to lead us." to the promised land. Like we might have some questions about why they didn't pick Jason Momoa. Um, But again, I almost like for me narratively, like I think that I think he excels at that role and I completely buy into like where this story is going in the future. And that's why that final moment of him, like actually killing some, we're in spoilers so whatever, Uh, actually killing someone like in that fight. And he is like pretty skilled he just, like, can't bring himself to that at first. Um, I do think it's, like, a yeah. kind of a triumphant. Like, to me, when people are, like, this film is, like, unsatisfactory in some ways. Like, that, to me, is the satisfaction of, like, oh, this character has growth. Um, yeah. no, he's got real a quick, lot of potential.
5: Yeah, I do want to say that is probably, like, that end scene probably was one of my favorite scenes in the movie where he, especially the mom's like, oh, Paul's never killed anybody before. And then he just does. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. damn, <laughs> Paul. Yeah. So that is, that is a really good scene. I just wanted to bring that up while it was in conversation.
2: Yeah. No, I, I definitely I mean, want to talk more about that scene, too i just bit.
4: think it was i i d- do you guys think that paul or that paul atreides is like a hero character i i've always i've never really seen him he's he's the protagonist but i've always felt a little he is like, the
2: reluctant hero
4: yeah and so yes. i don't like i think a lot of the things you guys are saying i'm like yeah that's why that he's good like he's not supposed to be the one that you are like immediately like, Oh my gosh, this is the most badass person.
2: So like, whereas oh, yeah, like in fair. star Wars, not... we get Luke, right. Yeah. Where, where he, he well, wants to go even... out. He... Well, to to well, give a
0: more apt comparison, almost. It's like, if lion King was split into two parts and we only had part one and it's like, well, this Simba guy, like he's just lounging with this pig and a, a meerkat. <laughs> he's not our yeah. protagonist.
2: Yeah, and that's uh, where it ended. It's not even <laughs>
5: yeah. part of it, because I think, and I think maybe it just goes back to character development for me. Then, because like as it's it's, and it's beyond just Timothy Chalamet himself. And I think a part of it then is just like I, even as like the the conduit for the story, just am not feeling him very not not so, like not so much that I'm like oh my god I hate this character, but I'm not very invested in him either. Like I feel very indifferent towards him as, uh, like I said, the conduit for this whole story.
2: Yeah, no, I, I thought his. Um, somebody said his his uh, performance was wooden. I, I think it was a little bit dry. You know, um, you know, lacking. Uh, waka it, it didn't,
3: waka. didn't hold
2: water, you know. <laughs> but it it was it was interesting to me that he was that he was cast in this because in 2019 he was cast in a movie called The King. I don't know if anybody saw that. It was about, uh, I I really liked it. My wife hated it because it was really slow and boring. But, I mean, he, he plays it well. Team Diane on and, this one. <laughs> and, and he, uh, you know, I think he exudes, the, he's trying to exude that same energy within this movie. And I, I'm not sure that this kind of story calls for that same energy of, like, brooding and, like, not really sure about yourself. I mean, maybe the the insecurity could be there, but I think he's way too brooding in this movie for what I remember reading and seeing in previous adaptations in the book about what Paul Atreides is supposed to be. He's like this brilliant person. He's he's a he's a gifted kid, you know, he's he's got a he's got a destiny. And he's sort of wide-eyed. He's not real sure what to, what he wants to do, but I don't remember him being like, I don't want to be what if I don't want to be king? Ugh And then his dad's like, oh, my God, get over yourself. (laughs) I don't know. That's my two cents on it.
1: I agree with, or I understand what Michelle's saying in terms of the things that we're saying we don't identify with are in some ways like the point or like that what we're looking for (laughs) is missing the point. Um, I think that's why, for example, even though I don't really like this film, it doesn't bother me. Like sometimes when I don't like a film, it'll actually like slowly nag at me when people like it. But this film, I think in many ways, it's just maybe it's just a story that doesn't work for me at some level or that isn't you know what i mean like my thing or something uh because other than feeling like it was a little drab there isn't a ton i can complain about i do wish timothy chalamet's character was a little more developed i agree with uh mckenna's take on it um but yeah you know other than that i think a lot of it's just personal preference i get why this is a movie that's celebrated and that people are enjoying dope sure.
0: uh i'm trying to think of any other major spoiler stuff we we already mentioned the worm and non-spoilers but yeah seeing paul like look straight into uh the worm really cool um i will say i like this this might be the insta buy art book that i i have to get because sure i'm curious if if nothing more i will pop a squat in a barnes and noble uh, and read it uh, a majority of the way through. <laughs>
3: Unless it, those it bastards is dense. Give a shrink wrap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I am gonna. I just want to say one more thing before we we go. At least on like my end, um, I do think the only advantage that the nineteen eighty four film has is that the poster is cooler. There's two advantages. The poster is cooler, and this new film did not feature Patrick Stewart running with a pug in his hands. And that's a crime because that's like a really beautiful thing that happens in the original film. So I just wanted to point out those two things. Other than that, this is definitely the better of the two Dune stories I've seen.
0: Bold, bold claims from Todd.
2: Yeah, so are we done with spoiler talk? Because I, I had some more comments. No, no,
0: go for it. Why? No, sorry, we were just... No, talking. I just wanted
1: to say at least my last thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. go ahead. Yeah. Go for it. Take, take no, us where uh, you need to, Adrian.
2: So I've been dying to talk about the the fight at the very end. The the knife fight, sword fight. Mm-hmm. Um, be, because I think what a lot of people are missing is that... And, and maybe not, maybe I'm just looking in the wrong places, but the the, the entire... Bend to that uh, that part of the story is that we think that Jamis, I think was his name, if I'm remembering correctly, was like gonna be his mentor because of all the flash forwards, and, and I don't remember this part in the book. So like I was sitting there thinking, like I was shocked when he actually killed him.
4: Yeah.
5: Was
2: anybody else like I I, I don't think I've seen anybody talk about this.
0: Who? <laughs> The the guy that the main guy who he fights he's in a lot of the flash oh, forwards he has.
5: Sorry, the names um, the names are getting me. Um,
2: Jamis, yeah. I think was his name, uh, no, or, you Rama, are or Okay, yeah, and yeah, he and you Jamis. know he's he's like I will show you the way of the desert in his in his premonitions. But then and you're maybe, like, How?
0: but maybe like you could make an argument now that you say that you say those words and a spark goes off in my head that maybe that's like. The way of the desert like he did show him yeah exactly and that's really cool adrian i'm so glad you brought this up yes Uh, wow um i didn't really i didn't i didn't give it like too much thought just because i i i like i'm not gonna lie i was pretty worried because the other thing that happens in his dreams is paul dies (laughs) so
2: uh, Uh, you mean duncan duncan idaho
0: yeah. No, no. Paul dies. He gets oh, he, oh, he dies. He right. Sorry, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He gets stabbed on on multiple occasions, uh, and he still is like uh, Zendaya. <laughs> yeah, he gets stabbed by
2: Tom Holland's girlfriend. I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> there's I so w- much drama <laughs> oh,
2: man I just wonder like as, moving forward with these movies um, what they're going to do with more of these premonitions and you know like, with the I will show you the way of the desert thing I, I want to know uh, how they're going to bring that full circle with um, like is he going to keep remembering that is this like going to be a guy that he he continues to see as he learns I don't know like like I said I I finished this this movie and I was like, I I stopped the this movie stopped right when I stopped reading the book. So I don't know what happens after this besides what I saw in the nineteen eighty four, nineteen eighty was was that in '84? I I don't remember. The the one uh, it was eighty four. Uh, the David was... Lynch film Okay. Yeah. Everything comes back yeah. to in 84. Um and <laughs> we we're we're looking at this film in the in the vein of like oh well how are they going to tell this story? It's such a crazy dense story. I think they did an awesome job trying to balance the lore with like the style of the movie. Did y'all think so too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this easily could have been style over substance. They could have completely suffocated the lore and like watered things down, and I don't think they did that.
1: Mm-mm. Well, I-, I thought it was oh, really coherent. Like, uh, where I found the original one not coherent, I found this incredibly coherent. I thought the telling of the story was pretty good, actually. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree.
5: I think the way that they did the exposition was pretty uh, like clever and not like too, for the most part, not too like irily with you know him watching the little informational you know like the schooling tapes and stuff like that i was like yeah like i thought i was definitely like okay this is like exposition time but it wasn't like a fun enough way to do that where it wasn't just some character explaining it but him actually like learning i was like okay yeah that's cool i like that
2: i thought that that was brilliant just those little injects from, not just from the videotapes, but from different characters, like uh, Duncan just dropping little knowledge bombs on him about the people. Because, like, they wouldn't know. They, they wouldn't. This is the first time that they've met these people. This is the first time that we're hearing about it, too. So, like, Duncan's going to be like, I just went on this crazy trip, guys. Like, I got to tell you all about it. Like, and that makes sense. Yeah, I did
5: love how Duncan immediately came in and was like, "Ah, I understand these people and their culture. I've lived with yeah. them. I could, you know." It felt very like yeah. tourist who just came back and it feels so. Yep, <laughs> I loved that.
0: Yeah, Duncan comes back referring- with the with the puka shell worm necklace. Um, yeah. <laughs> I kept referring to him as John
2: Smith <laughs> to, to other people. I was like, "Oh no." But I guess oh. really, John John Smith would be Paul Atreides and I was going yeah. to yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of comparisons made to this and I don't think all of them fit perfectly with one another. So it's a little unfair well, to I like draw how, comparisons. I like
4: how they don't Well, I don't want to but well, I'll say about the mom. The mom isn't the wife of the Duke, right? She's the concubine. I love that about this universe is it's like they have concubines.
2: So that that was actually an insult, right? or at least that's how I took it. Like I don't think. I mean, yeah, it was
4: then well, no, she wasn't the she wasn't she's not his wife. She's like he even says I
5: should have married you. Like he said,
4: yeah, like yeah.
2: Well but, but like my wife asked, right, we were watching the movie and like the whole time she's going, what, what, what does that mean? What? And Like, I'm trying to explain it like, um, you know, she's, it's their kids, but they're not married. And she's like, why? And I'm like, well, the, the, the Benny Gesserit, right? That's how you say it. Um, mm-hmm. They're like the maesters in Game of Thrones. They're assigned to these families. They're assigned to these powerful groups, right? you know there's one for the emperor except in this story uh leto atreides got busy with his maesters like it just it happens you know
1: yeah
2: and it's interesting that there's not like an illegitimacy there like nobody brings that right
4: right that's not that's not even a question
2: Mm
4: -hmm. um like she's not his wife, but she's just still like very powerful and recognized as like his partner, basically
2: exactly yep. i I think as if we're still going on if if we're gonna open up about a lot of spoilers, like um I don't want to spoil the second movie for the eventual plot points, so I'll just say that um I confused Duncan, Idaho and the other guy that was played by um. Javier Bardem. Jack know. Idaho.
1: Was it Jack Idaho? Jack Idaho.
2: No. <laughs> it was his brother, Jack <laughs> Idaho. It's a gunslinger.
0: By the way, Duncan Idaho sounds like a Top Gun character, right? <laughs> like it's, it's it sounds yeah. it sounds
2: like a a, a character a titular character from like a bad Western book.
0: Yes. Yeah, that could work too. No, which is Javier. Was it Javier Bardem that you were getting it? Like you thought. No.
2: I was talking about Thanos.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. The journey. Josh
2: yeah. Josh.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> no, that's what I want to say about Lito earlier. Cause I was like, hold up. All of these ca- sci-fi characters have the most regular human names, except the dad who's named Lito. He's his name's is And he has a wife named Jessica and a son named Paul. Like
0: he's jealous.
5: <laughs> and then Duncan, <laughs> like, i'm sorry
2: maybe it's like a translation thing you know like how juan is in spanish is john in english and like maybe in their language it's something different i don't know but but we read it and it's paul maybe i
0: don't think it's that fancy
2: look i'm just i'm, I'm going in deep lore on this think, one Okay,
0: adrian was stretching on on that one uh real quick one of the one of the spoiler things technically i probably should have brought it up in non-spoilers Um, I really liked the doctor, uh, Shannon Duncan uh, Brewster. I thought her performance was really great, especially in what could have been a lull moment um, when Mm -hmm. there's like a decent amount of exposition stuff and they're getting ready to leave. Um, I just, I thought both like she did Dr. Leap, Dr. Kynes did like a great Mm -hmm. job of expanding again expanding that lore enough without being like too exposition heavy um yeah. and she also summoned the worm uh which of course you know yeah. great stuff
2: <laughs> which i mean all that setting up for stuff that's going to happen later on too
0: yeah yeah but i i, I know she was in uh Rogue 1 before but like oh is. she was Who was she in that me- i i do not know <laughs> But apparently oh. she was in Rogue One. The other character I wanted to bring up uh, that I kind of thought was, like, I kind of wanted more of him, and he ended up uh, not surviving, is what we'll say. Uh, and that's uh Dr. Yu, uh, mm-hmm. who, is, who is Paul's doctor. And, like, I yeah. really liked his interaction, his small moment he has with the Duke. Where he's like, you he can almost tell, like he is a little apologetic of this, but it's kind of a thing you just kind of have to do because of your circumstances. And he sets up like the the way he sets up the the final uh, section for or final moment for Oscar Isaac, uh, I thought was really interesting between those two characters. Yeah, I always remembered that.
2: It's cool. It's so sad. <laughs> he does all that. I and do, nothing. I do, the
4: more I think about it, the more I think about how much Game of Thrones like maybe has uh it maybe there's some inspiration because it's like Ned Stark getting killed, it's like Leto Atreides getting Leto Atreides getting killed. Um the Maesters and so, the Bene Gesserit. I didn't think about that before, but you're right. Um it's so I feel like George Herbert or not George Herbert, gosh, George R. R. Martin.
2: Frank R R Martin's.
0: <laughs> yeah, Frank he, part. Part.
2: <laughs> so he he has actually said um I, I watched an interview with him years ago but he was talking about all of his influences and like not yeah. only the fact that he's a screen he was a screenwriter before all before he started writing novels but that yeah the dune was a big inspiration lord of the rings of course right and, um what is the the sort of genre was airbud Air as Sword well i think, I think. Air
3: Bud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like
2: oh. I actually, you can see in the first movie that the, the Airbud character is literally synonymous with Jon Snow. He's perfectly exactly. perfect. Exactly. So what?
1: <laughs> What's the sort of scenario? So it's I've the book never that read ripped it. off
4: Lord of the Rings. It's by Terry Brooke and my dad is obsessed with it. He brings it up like every time we talk on the phone because he thinks it's hilarious that this guy basically like took Lord of the Rings and like did the exact same story, but just like cut out all of the, you know, the boring poems <laughs> and Locking. all this like, the yeah, like just, it, you know, it made it kind of more Whoa. action, action packed. And um, he, he couldn't get over the fact that my seventh grade reading teacher liked that better than Lord of the Rings. He's like still mad about that. Like yeah, 20 gosh. years later.
2: Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, and there's that. And then there's like, uh, the Chronicles of, uh, what is it called? The, the one Narnia? that the, the, so- no, n- not that one. This, the one that this, uh, the black cauldron is based off of. Mm. <laughs> no
3: Uh-oh. idea.
2: All right, we've hit the peak. Sorry. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I think I think it's time to end the episode now. Uh, the Chronicles no. of Prydain. Uh,
2: Prydain, yes, the yeah. Prydain Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, uh, the and Chronicles. With that of said,
0: we've strayed too far into the fantasy world uh, <laughs> for this Dune uh, review and spoiler discussion. Wait, does anybody we didn't talk have about Javier final... Bardem? Okay, go for it. I, I, does anybody? This is your final thought. though. I'm sorry,
2: I really liked this movie. Um. <laughs> So you were, you were about to say something about Javier Bardem actually uh, earlier on. Yeah, in the episode. Uh,
0: the, the thing I was, one of the things I was, I, I thought you got him. I thought you were saying you got him confused with Duncan Idaho, Idaho's character at first. I really oh, liked yeah. his performance. One of the weird things that I will admit, um, I either misread the casting for this movie or something. I thought that was supposed to be Benicio del Toro. And I was like, A, the makeup on him is crazy because that doesn't look like Benicio. Uh, And then I thought, B, I was like, yeah, but it's cool. It's good to see Benicio finally not doing a weird accent. You can't understand him. That, like, (laughs) it's clearly not anything he's ever talked in before he walked up on set, you know, not to bring Star Wars into this again. But, um, no, it it was indeed Javier Bardem. And I am very much looking forward to his performance in the second movie. Cause again, he's, uh, someone to, to look forward to based on his character. I will say of, of the, uh, what's the race of people that are the Furman, the Fremen, the
2: Fremen, yeah. Yeah. Fremen.
0: of, of their crew so far that they've shown. I'm kind of, y'all were mentioning Timmy and being kind of out on Timmy. I'm kind of out on Zendaya. Uh, in this movie, because to me, like that's the one that sticks out. That, like, I, uh, I'm sorry, Margo. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: that's I, the is one that is st- Okay, this is a
5: hot. I take. can understand it, but I do have a visceral anger at hearing that. Like, I can I get it, but how dare you is like my natural reaction. <laughs> so. I-
1: I, I don't even get kid. it. I don't even get it. Just like go to hell. That's all I thought. Like when you wow. said there
3: that,
1: you <laughs> I'm not gonna there sympathize. Enough. I'm not gonna do anything. Look, Just look, I'll, I'll say hell.
0: it. Zend- Zendaya peaked at at Michi in Smallfoot. I'm brave enough
3: to say. All right, it. Okay. I think we it's should revolt awesome and takes. take over this podcast from Hay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he deserves it anymore. I think I
0: will say out of out of any takes, if we do like a takes. You know, uh, a stock on her takes. I think I'll, like, that one might be a tax write-off that I regret uh, investing in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, I I think you'll regret it on the second one. I don't know for sure. I I don't know how important her character is going to be. But, um, like, maybe she's a foil to Paul or something like that. And she has to, you know, pick him up by his bootstrap, so to speak. Um, I
5: think you're really regret it because several people on this podcast are already loading guns. Um, Saying <laughs> that, fair.
0: that's fair. I'm ready for the hate. I can handle it. <laughs> she doesn't strike
2: me as somebody who's been out in the desert her entire life.
0: Dang, to be <laughs> how Well, that's, that's it's kind of like what I mean. Like all these people <laughs> like feel like seasoned warriors, and then it's like, oh, hey, that's Zendaya, cool.
2: Uh yeah <laughs> How you? but i mean timothy chalamet is also a, a stick man so like maybe you know we'll yeah. be surprised
0: <laughs> yeah
4: you're supposed to be pretty young too i think
2: yeah he's a teenager yeah in the book. he's 16. Yeah. because what <laughs> just like all other ya novels
0: <laughs> yeah oh wait this is this is basic i don't know if the book is like this but this has a lot of YA in it, right? Like people love to poo-poo on YA, but like this is the this is the blueprint for a YA <laughs> not, movie. And not I not in our the, house. Not. A,
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, maybe maybe not.
2: Yeah, I don't know about gonna, that.
4: I think a lot of
5: YA probably took inspiration from this. Sure, so I can feel it, yeah.
0: But then, sure, I guess I mean it, like it, anybody it, watched like Maze Runner and, like, enjoys, like, the oh, fantasy aspect of Maze Runner, for instance, or, like, Hunger Games. Like, this is this is going to scratch that itch, and, like, an adult... I'm not saying do this a bad Yeah, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> to don't clarify, disagree. sorry. <laughs>
2: for sure. I mean, everybody wants to have that, like, it's a... What is it? It's, like, a blank slate, almost, of, boy, if I was 16, what would I do in that situation?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I will say if there's a love triangle in the, in the sequel, um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's a little validity to that. Uh, but I think, I think that's about it for our Dune spoiler discussion uh, yeah. because we, we, we'd be going almost an, an hour on this. So uh, thank you all for sticking around and recording this whole big boy, this big worm of a podcast. Okay. okay we're very sorry. Uh, we made a massive mistake. We forgot to bring up. <laughs> Jason Momoa, Um, he loses his beard midway through this movie. uh, To which I say, ah, a child. The (laughs) hardest,
5: the hardest loss in this movie to deal. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I found it. I found it very unsettling. I'm not gonna lie; like it was genuinely like, oh my god, what the hell happened? (laughs) What the hell? What is this? Yeah, I really
2: were like, is that his um, stuntman? Is that his double?
0: Well what I, I almost know? I almost thought it was like a Henry Cavill Justice League thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <weird. laughs> I was like, wait, no, put the mustache back on him. <laughs>
2: My question is, right. why did he shave it? Like Why would he, he, he d-
0: shave in the desert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's
2: gonna go right back out, right? That, like that was the whole point. Why
0: did he shave the beard? It yeah, doesn't I play... wait, Michelle, you you have read the books in full. Mm-hmm. Does... Duncan, is there a, a moment where, where in the books Duncan shaves his face?
4: I don't remember, but I, I did notice it, that he I has facial hair. The movie, it's it's possible. I read these books when I was last time I read them. I was probably like in high school. It was a while, it was a while
0: ago. Oh wait, Michelle, in high school? When you oh yeah, were, the fir- well, the I first time I read them, I was a, I was like in middle school. When yeah. you're <laughs> a young adult, huh?
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she started drawing.
4: He just gave, hey,
5: ammunition. <gasps>
2: <laughs> she started drawing bull horns and like Paul's name with a heart around it in her notebook.
4: I don't. I don't.
2: Mrs. Think... Atreides.
4: I was going to say Michelle Atreides. <laughs> oh my God. No. No. Miss Michelle Atreides. See, that's why I just don't see this as like the same thing. Is it? It kind of scratches the same itch, but not really because there's no like. Tent scene, or you know, the analog and Hunger Games, anyways. I could go on about no. that, but that's beside the point.
2: <laughs> no, but we need to get back to the
0: beard. <laughs> yeah, back to the beard. Well, yes. Everybody who hasn't shared, your tip, please continue. <laughs> I mean, that was it. That's just yeah. crazy.
2: My what wife was happened? shocked.
4: I was shocked.
0: Well, here's, here's, I have
1: my a good wife.
0: Question. Well, <laughs> My wife, uh, while, we're, while we're here, because I thought about this, um, is it a big moment for Jason right now? Both Sedeikis and Momoa, I feel like, have a certain uh, appeal to the ladies. Ted Lasso being like the almost the, the hot Ned Flanders that people lust over. Everyone is muting right now. Are, are you guys ignoring? This, this, day, <laughs> how dare you say No, no. My,
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> like,
0: listen, so listen, my wife came in and she's nonsense. like
2: My wife came in and she's like, are you talking, wife, are you, are you talking about the beard? <laughs> are we talking about the beard?
0: Yes, yeah. Uh, does Diane have a take on the beard? Also, a moment for the Jason, Jason Assange?
2: Uh, I don't know. She walked out. I'm sorry.
3: Good one. Hey, that was a good joke.
2: It was. Look,
0: I, <laughs> this is this a, was good a great point, joke, I even. I feel like Ted Lasso's on the rise. People think he's he's in a. Tr- I, look, uh, to me, Jason Sudeikis is what people that think Blake Shelton is hot um, are talking about. And then Jason Momoa <laughs> is. Who thinks Blake I Shelton feel like my mom hot. would
5: be attractive. Like, my he mom was voted sexiest I'm...
3: man alive
0: by entertaining by Angus, agent.
4: People magazine or something like that. I think it was the, the man, man with f- entertainment today. What? Feels, entertainment.
0: The 40 yeah, year like... old man
2: with the most obvious fake teeth I've ever seen was voted hottest. Whoa, movie.
0: careful. Todd is a Blake Shelton.
1: Look, however, there no, be, man. I'm not. I just wanted to taunt you. <laughs> I don't really
0: care about Black Shelton.
1: <laughs> the man
2: who left his wife for Christina Aguilera. I never Adrian.
3: noticed. Gwen like, Stefani, get it right. He left her for Gwen same, Stefani. Same person. Say I never does. noticed the teeth before, oh, no. but now that you pointed out.
2: He, oh, yeah, he has shoppers. fake
3: teeth. Everyone there's in a, Hollywood has fake teeth.
2: I don't doubt that, but it's just he, his are more obvious to me than most. So Tom
0: Cruise, Tom Cruise can't have fake teeth. I give him teeth. hell
2: about
1: it. No, the flock, there's we too have, much video. Would, evidence. Have we, have strayed. <laughs> we have strayed from the flock. We have strayed yeah, far from the flock. This is insane. See you on
0: the
3: next one. Bye! Hi. Bye. 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 Jack Idaho, Jack Idaho. <laughs> Jack, Jack Idaho. Idaho. Dunkin' Donut